Welcome to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it. Call now, 994-1017. That's 994-1017 to get into all the action. Now, here is your host, David Swope. Good morning, it's Saturday morning, that means it's time for the New Mexico Motorsports Report. I am your host, David Swope, and we'll be talking about automotive and related motorsports activities around the state and on the national scene. Whether it has two wheels or four, asphalt or dirt track racing, off-road or park and shine, we'll be talking about it. This is New Mexico's only show devoted to motorsports-related activities for the full hour here on ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team. Hey, got to get started, uh, started off, very exciting weekend for you last weekend, Dan, uh, you got a little uh, little audio of that uh, that uh, Hail Mary pass? Yeah, I've got some audio. I want to preface this. This is the students' radio call from Appalachian State uh, of the Hail Mary win last week at Troy. Or not at Troy, in Boone against Troy. Three-man rush. Chase going to step up in the pocket. Set. Throws high into the air. It's up for grabs. It is juggle. <laughs> Between you and, and RJ uh, from that region, I do got to ask you, what was Miracle Part 1? Give that one Dan. Yeah, there was a, a game back before they were in FBS. Uh, I, I'm ashamed to say that I, I don't remember exactly who they were playing, but it was uh, a, a similar uh, came down to the wire, uh, last play win uh, up in Boone against, see, I want to say it's Georgia Southern, but I can't tell you for sure. That's fantastic. So this is like second generation um, overtime as well. Well, a lot of exciting things going on. Of course, uh, NASCAR also had their elimination race uh, last weekend in Bristol, Tennessee. So a lot of excitement going on um, in that area. We're going to talk a little bit about that um, in the next segment. But uh, RJ, man, uh, this event calendar, what is the deal with car shows? I thought we were in the fall. Uh, I mean, there, there's like a ton of car shows. Uh, let's 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 just kick it off with the car shows, man. Sure. Um, I mean, up in Los Alamos, they got one going. Yeah. So no, we. I mean, it seems like fall is the time. I mean, we know how beautiful it is outside, especially here in New yeah. Mexico. So I mean, I, I'm happy to find them. So guess what? We're going to talk about them starting with our car shows. Today is the Los Alamos Auto Club that they have. They're going to meet on 15th and Central. It's one they usually do event pretty close. They try to do once a month. Cool. And it's pretty much, I love it. It's just 930 onward. However long y'all want to stay, however some fun times, whenever the facilities close itself, it's 930 onward. But go from 15th and Central, you'll see the Los Al- uh, Alamos Auto Club. Yeah, and it's this other one I misread. Um, I thought it was a kickball tournament, oh. but it's but it's kickback. 
Yeah, no, this is a really cool event. So it was a two-day event where yesterday they had a, kind of like a pre-party with live music. Cool. And that was at the Rebel Road Hot Hot Rod Garage. And today is going to be a show that's going to be at 6435. It's half Lynn Northeast and Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's going to be from four and pretty much, you know, a, a later events. So it doesn't say a time will end, but it starts at four. Where it's going to have a Joe's shop. It's live music. It's a great car show. It's a showdown kickback. It's a two-day event, but today's going to be the final one. So go out and support some fun times with good people and great cars. Man, and you got a fifth annual in Pawaki? Pawaki, I mean, there's I like 12 people in Pawaki. I could see Dan now is actually getting the population of Pawaki, but hey, I'm happy you, you pronounced that for me. <laughs> that one I still have trouble with. But it's the Pueblo Pawaki presents. It's a fifth annual. It's a recovery event that celebrates a culture of healing. It's a bike run, car show, and shine. So it's a great event at the cultural center in Pawaki, where it's going to be from 10 a.m. to 4:30. And pretty much, I says kickstands up at 11:30, so that's for the bikes. But it's a cool time. Cars are going to roll up. They're probably listening to us as we speak. But you're going to see a bunch of low riders. You're going to see some classic cars out there, motorcycles. There's a bunch that already kind of pre-registered to go out there. So it's going to be a great time. So if you're out in the Pawaukee area, go out and celebrate. Wow. Okay. And then American Lung Association got one at Hoffman Town Center, uh, starting at eight. And then the fourth annual fall cruise. Talk about that one. Yeah, so that one's kind of a that one looks like it's a little pop up thing that kind of happening, but it's going to be in Farmington, New Mexico. It's at the Animas uh, Valley Mall that they have out there. And they, I didn't have an official time starting, but I'm probably if it's a fall cruise, I'm betting it's going to be a little bit later on. So go out and try to find some information for it. But I just saw a fourth annual cruise. Seems like a great time if you're in the Farmington area. Go out and support. And you got to explain this next one to me. Uh, mood affiliated? Uh, yep. So what? I mean, I can barely <laughs> read. It's some. It's some cool graphics. Let's just say that. It, cool. It's cool to find. But it's a party at the Bosque, pretty much. It's a from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's at Tower Park, which is on 86 and Tower. And pretty much, it's going to be live performances, a lot of great uh, car shows, vendors, and food trucks are going to be out there. But it seems more of a more of a cultural thing. You're going to see some great music. You're going to see some entertainment. But hey, if you know cars are going to be out there, we're going to give them a shout out. So it's going to be from 11:05 at the Tower Park. Awesome. Uh, so Route 66 West Fest. Yes, yes. So it's a cool event that they have going on. It's a uh, it's an entertainment, art show, vendors, and giveaways. So it's a lot of free. It's a free event, so go out support. It's going to be pretty much from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And it's at the 10 M Gallegos uh, Community Center, uh, which is uh, and 6900 Gonzalez Road Southwest in Albuquerque, New Mexico. But it seems like a great event. There's a lot of great sponsors out there. Unser Racing Museum. I mean, they're kind of helping out with this event as well. So you just see more car shows are being a part, especially being Route 66, yep. powered by uh, Think Big. So you know what? It's a cool, free event. Go out, support, have a great time, and makes uh, New Mexico special. You know. Awesome. Well, let me let, let's do some uh, track events, and then we'll we'll come back to tomorrow's events. But uh, Albuquerque Dragway, of course, last night the uh, the street to strip was canceled because of weather. Uh, looks beautiful right now, and here's an opportunity. Uh, all out call out is today. Uh, the next caller uh, right now that calls in two tickets, um, and you can pick them up at Yearwood this morning. You can't buy tickets at the gate. So the only way to get there is either to buy them online or to call in right now, 505-994-1017, 994-1017, next caller for two tickets to the all-out call-out. 
So uh, when when the gates open on the all out call out, bud? So the gates are going to open at four p.m. with specta- for the spectators. So go out there, and then racing is going to start at five. So right after, but yeah, for pre sale tickets only. So it's an important event, one of the biggest events that uh, Albuquerque Dragway has all year round, and such a fun time. So all out call outs going on today, baby. Yeah, so once again, uh, two free tickets to the all-out call-out available at Yearwood Performance. Uh, call us now, 505-994-1017, 994-1017. All right, so uh, what's going on in Roswell? So Roswell's going to have a motorcycle madness. Oh, man. Oh, that was that was actually, so that was yesterday. They had the motorcycle madness. That was a cool event. And then today they're going to have some time trials Okay. where the gates are going to open at 1 p.m. or Trials are going to start at 1 p.m. Gates open at 11. I apologize. But, hey, they had a great event going on. Roswell Dragway is having a fun time. Motorcycle Madness seemed like a blast. So time trials are going to go on today. Awesome. Sandia Speedway. Sandia Speedway is going to have the Mile High Classic, which is going to be the clayover racing that they have out there, with the 360 wing sprints, X-Mods, Streak Stocks, Cruisers, and the NMDA Flat Track Motorcycles are going to be out there. Gates open at 2, racing at 6.30. Go out, see some good old dirt racing at Sandia. And actually, also out of Sandia, road racing today and tomorrow, uh, Southwest Motorsports, uh, SWMS.org. Get all the information on that. Also, notice that the Sprint Car Stampede is going to be run this year. I saw the uh, sponsorship poster. We'll have more information. Uh, I was getting a lot of questions about whether that was happening or not. Uh, what's going on down in Votto, man? I, I mean, I thought I read it. I misread <laughs> it at first as well, but it is topless night. So it is, uh, it's going on September 24th. It is topless night, uh, racing at 7.30, gates open at 5. But it's going to have your great uh, USRA modifieds, late models, B mods, the pure stocks, and legends are going to be out there. Now, David, do you know why it's called topless night? Uh, absolutely. The, the late models actually take the tops off uh, um, and run. Yeah, so uh, so other than that, um, I mean, I, I kind of thought, well, maybe Seductions was involved in that. I was going to make uh, the drive. But not, but... Uh, Hey, uh, uh, Dan's giving me the, the cut it off signal, so let's let's get Alien in here uh, before we go to break. Yeah, so Alien has a great event where it's the Aspire Developmental Service Night, and uh, it's a fan appreciation night as well. So this is a great cause that they do out there at Alien Speedway, kind of the out-of-this-world racing. I mean, you think of all the stuff that they do. This is kind of to support a great cause, and it's the USRA Stock Cars, Hobby Socks, AMS Bonners, and Deanne's Cubby Junior Cyclones. Uh-huh. Racing at 745 for a good cause, fan appreciation. I go down to Alien if you want to see some good racing. So Uranium is not racing this weekend. they got Knights of, Knight of Champions uh, next weekend. Moriarty MX also Close this weekend because they got the big uh, round 12 of the uh, the Lucky 13 race series. All right. Well, stay tuned. On the other side, we're going to be talking um, about the eliminated, elimination race with NASCAR last weekend and what's going on with the race in Texas this weekend. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Hey Albuquerque, this is Brian Erlacher. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. Hey race fans, this is NASCAR team owner, Coach Joe Gibbs. You're listening to David Swope on New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. The pit stop is over. 
Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. Bristol, Tennessee, home to the world's fastest half-mile Bristol Motor Speedway. One of NASCAR's most demanding tracks hosts the first cutoff race of the season for the NASCAR Cup Series. Time to take the playoff field from 16 to 12. All right, and joining us now, uh, Dominic Aragon with the Racing Experts. How you doing, man? Good morning, Dave. Happy Saturday from Fort Worth, Texas. Awesome. And so, I mean, elimination race uh, last weekend, uh, seeing Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick um, leaving the field, and was just curious... I mean, what is what is your thoughts? I mean, one, what a great story, uh, Chris Buescher getting the victory. But what's your thoughts of uh, the cars that were eliminated, man? Yeah, you know, I, I got to give a shout out here to, to my pod, podcast or podcast co-host Tyler Jones, who's been a friend of the show over the years too. He pointed this out earlier this week, David, that anybody who has had a past, a present, or a future affiliation with Richard Childress Racing was eliminated on Saturday night at Bristol Motor Speedway. If you really think about that, that's insane. Kevin Arvick had right. that long tenure at RCR. He passed champion in 2014. He did not advance. Kyle Busch, a two-time champion under this format, did not advance as well. As well as Tyler Reddick and Austin Dillon, the current drivers at Richard Childress Racing. And that boggles my mind, Dave, because Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, these guys were part of the big three throughout the 2010s, making the championship four race every season. And for the first time in their careers, under this playoff format, we didn't see Harvick and Kyle Busch advance out of the round of 16. Very yeah. insane. This, this car, the parody of the new, the next-gen vehicle in the NASCAR Cup Series has proven that, and we really don't know what we're going to get every week. Well, now I guess it's seven degrees of Richard Childress racing now. So I, 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 didn't, I didn't know about that either, but, and I think Kyle Busch made that interesting only because he's going um, to RCR. But just as amazing, because I know you're a stat dude, um, I mean, there's a couple of important stats. Uh, one... Uh, first round of the playoffs, none of them are playoff, you know, eligible cars, um, and you know that won that. And then number two, going into Texas, we could have a twentieth winner on the season. I mean, you know, what what is a more amazing stat to you it, that there, there was no playoff winners, or that we could have twenty winners in a season? I think both, honestly. Nothing is out of question at this point. This is the first time under this NASCAR format that we have three non playoff winners in a row to open a round or to any have any round of the NASCAR playoffs at some point. And to have 20 winners in 30 races would be amazing as well. And you look back on some of the modern eras in NASCAR, 2,000, 19 winners across the 34-race season. We can certainly break that, Dave. Look at Ryan Blaney, mm-hmm. Martin Truex Jr. I think those are two guys that come to mind right away that could pull off a victory that have not won yet in 2022. It's insane to think those two haven't won races because they've been up front leading laps. They've won stages. They have a great average finish overall and a bunch of laps left. But those two have yet to do it. But maybe Ryan Blaine gets it done this weekend. Maybe Martin Shurek gets it done at Talladega the next week. And then we have 21 winners in 31 races. Anything's possible. And Brad Keselowski hasn't won a race. Right. This has been an insane season in the NASCAR Cup Series. Absolutely. So uh, get out your crystal ball. Um, who, who do you think has the best shot at winning this race? I think you can't look past some of the odd makers. Denny Hamlin is certainly the odds-on favorite to win, and he's won at Texas before. I look at Ryan Blaney and how well he ran in the NASCAR All-Star Race in May. Man, those are two guys that come to mind right away, but 
I guess we'll just have to wait and see how it plays out Sunday. But if the all-star race is any indication of how the race will be this time around, granted it's not a day-to-night race. It's going to be done during the day. But what we've seen with mile and a half, Dave, this year, we've seen the comers and goers. I would expect the same thing from the race tomorrow at Texas Motor Speedway. Who would you be surprised um, that was eliminated in this round? Uh, this round, I would say any of the top Hendra guys, like Kyle Larson or Chase Elliott, which could have very well happened last round, too. But Chase Elliott is the odds-on favorite to win the NASCAR title this year. Kyle Larson is the defending series champion. There's so many good drivers. I mean, we saw Kyle Busch get eliminated last week, and that was rather a shock. I don't think many people had that happening. Right. But, and again, this new car, you, you never you never know what's going to happen with it. Absolutely. So, I mean, I, I know you're at the track. Is there is there any stories in particular um, that you're kind of interested in um, in working on this weekend? Say that again, Dave. Cut out. Oh yeah, no worries. Uh, I was just thinking. I, I know you you're always kind of working some um, inside stories. I was wondering if there's any interesting development that you were trying to to work on this weekend while you were there beyond just the race. <laughs> Yeah, I think going back to that stats thing, too, working with our guys this week, it's amazing that we could have 20 winners in the modern era in the same NASCAR Cup season. I think that's something we're taking a look at. And then just as far as coverage on the racetrack, I mean, you know, we'll see how a lot of it plays out. But nothing nothing crazy is important to report just yet, but I'm sure there's going to be some great headlines that do come out of the Echo Park Trailer 500. Well, and what, what do you think about the uh, three in a row for uh, Noah Gregson? Um, is he now the favorite to win the championship in the Xfinity Series? I think so. He would definitely be your odds-on favorite to, to get it done. I think it might be his salute. He's the hottest driver right now. But you have A.J. Allmendinger, who is the NASCAR Xfinity Series regular season champion, scored the most points across that. And their playoffs begin today at Texas Motor Speedway. Ty Gibbs has looked strong all year. And our podcast host, Tyler Jones, He's saying we might see a David Starr upset win here at Texas Motor Speedway today. (laughs) Is David sitting there? For the the Texas native, yes. I was listening. Awesome. (laughs) That is fantastic. I did, and it's funny. You you talked about uh, uh, Gregson, uh, Gibbs, and Almondinger. Who is that fourth car that's going to make it to the final four? I mean, is is it going to be another Jones? Maybe Brandon Jones, the guy who's taking the ninth card next year, or it could be Justin Allgaier. I mean, Justin Allgaier certainly looks like the Buffalo Bills or the Mark Martin of the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Can't close it there at the end, but has been there at the end so many times. Hard to say, man. It's going to be a fun year to see how this all plays out over the next seven weeks. Well, there's this guy named Josh Allen that's leading the Buffalo Bills. I, I think that the uh, the reference to the uh, uh, lovable losers might end this season, and that's hard for me to say as a Chiefs fan, but... Um, but uh, I, I do kind of have a little crush on him. So um, uh, playing at Wyoming and playing here uh, in the Mountain West uh, sure as heck doesn't doesn't hurt that. But let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the truck series um, with uh, you know is is Toyota? What's Toyota going to do? Are they going to they going to start another team? Um, they got drivers under contract. Um, Kyle Busch, you know, I mean they they say that uh, KBR is going to go Chevy. I mean, what what are you hearing on the streets? And what I'm hearing on the streets, I know there's a lot of panic. I, maybe panic's not the right, right word, but there are a lot of people very concerned about what's going to happen with the future of Kyle Busch Motorsports because the drivers currently there, and John Hunter Nemechek is one who comes to mind, second-generation driver, dad, Joe Nemechek. Great career going in the, in the truck series. 
he's under contract with Toyota and not Kyle Busch Motorsports necessarily. So it's going to be weird to see how that plays out and if we would see another team rise as the Toyota Racing Development Truck Series team. Could that be Thor Sport Race? Could that be Stuart Friesen's team? Could that be somebody else that we're not even thinking of or aware? Those are the words we've heard. And David Gillen's team could maybe be a potential, and Tyler Jones is saying that one. So it's it's tough, man. It's going to be really weird to see how that plays out and Kyle Busch Motorsports becomes a Chevy team. But that was one of the things that, that is still a big question mark. We did get the announcement last week about Richard Childress Racing, Kyle Busch heading over there in 2023. But the truck series is a big missing piece to that puzzle with that Kyle Busch Motorsports team. It's a race-winning team, a championship-winning team, Dave, and, and their future certainly hangs in the uncertainty right now. All right. Not that uh, not that Kyle Busch feels that I'm putting words in his mouth. He, he, you got that <laughs> one? I ain't putting words in my mouth. Good job. <laughs> Get that reference, yeah. <laughs> but, but there's Kyle Busch saying uh, I put words in his mouth. But the other thing that I heard you know, this week, of course, that Kyle Busch um, has been uh, approached by McLaren. Um, to to run an entry um, in the Indy 500. Um, now, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, and I sure could be, and I should be you know killed if I if I have this wrong, but I thought McLaren had a Honda. Um, I didn't think McLaren had a Chevrolet engine. What have you What have yeah, you heard I, about that? I, I've heard McLaren is interested. I believe Sam Schmidt might have had an interest in that. So I, I think there's some sort of deal that's trying to be worked for the 2023 Indianapolis 500, but. Yeah, that would be very interesting to see if that if that plays out. And Dave, you can educate me here too. When Kyle's brother Kurt Busch ran the Indy 500 in 2014, he ran it for a Honda team then as well when he was racing for Chevrolet. Correct. That is correct. Yeah. That was with uh, Michael Andretti's team. Um, That's right. And, uh, and and what a tremendous run! What that was a sixth, sixth or seventh place finish. I mean, geez. That's amazing, and and you know his brother, you know, would definitely uh, help him with uh, with the training regiment because that that was the the big deal um, that Kurt went through, and you know Kurt one I, I wish him the best as well, and to get back to racing as soon as he can. I mean, the man is fit, uh, you know, and and definitely uh, definitely really helps every team that he goes to. But um, we're kind of running out of time on the segment, so I wanted to make sure let's let people know how they could follow your coverage this weekend. This weekend, they can follow us along at TheRacingExperts.com, online, on all social media platforms. We love doing giveaways and interacting with our fans, so just give us a follow and see what we're up to, and you might come away with some NASCAR swag, Dave. Awesome. Well, that sounds great. Uh, uh, give, give a shout-out to Tyler for us and say d- hey to Dave. Uh, we miss seeing all you guys, but uh, I'll be seeing you in a, in a month or so at the wedding, eh? Yeah, four weeks away, man. Who's counting, right? 28 days away. I can't believe it, man. So exciting. So many blessings to be thankful for this year. And that's certainly the top of that list, man. There's so much to, to, to be happy about. And that's that's coming up. Awesome, man. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much. We'll catch up with you a little bit later. That was uh, Dominic Aragon uh, with the RacingExperts.com. You can check out um, all the coverage. They do a, a fantastic job. All right. On the other side, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Gentleman's Drive. Um, and also, we're going to actually talk a little bit of dirt track racing. Uh, we've got some stuff from the Four Crown Nationals, which uh, Rico Abreu won last night. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Hey, Albuquerque. This is Denny Hamlin, driver of the number 11 FedEx Express Toyota with Joe Gibbs Racing. You are listening to New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. ESPN Radio 1017, the team with David Swope. 
the fastest radio host in the West. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. And a lot of fast action dirt track racing going on. Um, at Eldor uh, Speedway. Uh, last night, we got a little audio from uh, your winner, uh, Riku Abreu. Feature underway at Eldora Speedway. Nearly four wide for a moment into turn one. Rico Abreu leads briefly before momentum takes over and Spencer Baston paces them down the backstretch. Abreu to the inside again in three and four, trying to slide up in front of the CJB Motorsports number five. Baston leads the opening lap by 44 thousandths of a second. Abreu came back at him low in one and two, but Baston still has the momentum. Tyler Courtney fending off Logan Seavey in the race for the third spot. Here's Abreu again to the inside out of turn number four. They cross the line this time, and it's only 24 thousandths of a second. The advantage for Baston. Abreu attempts the slider, but not enough room to pull it off. A lot of great uh, dirt track racing. And joining us now is owner of the SEH Motorsports, Sydney Hamlin, coming to us from Eldora. How are you doing this morning? I'm good, Dave. How are you? I'm fantastic. I, I'm I'm so glad you're awake. I, I know it's I know it's Party Town USA um, out there, but uh, tell us a little bit about the Four Crown Nationals and all the excitement we have uh, had going on last night and coming up tonight. Yeah, um, it's one of the only races of the year where you can see you know the four major divisions together at the same time at the same track. So it's. Um, last night was the World of Outlaws National Series. Tonight it will be the All-Stars with the wings on. Um, we'll get the USAC non-wing cars, the USAC Silver Crown cars, and the USAC midgets. That's fantastic. And so uh, there was a winner last night, uh, Mitchell Moles, um, in the midgets. Uh, tell us a little bit about, I mean, how this, this race compares to, like, say, like Chili Bowl. Um, Chili Bowl is like, you know, kicks off the season um, and this Four Crown Nationals sure is a uh, a jewel late in the season. Very much so. It's the last race of the season for Eldora Speedway. And, you know, it kind of goes to show the, the development of the drivers over this season from Chili Bowl to now. Like, Mitchell Moles had never seen Eldora Speedway prior to last night and was able to pull off the victory after Cannon McIntosh slipped while leading. And, you know, it's for me kind of, where I'm scoping out, you know, who I think is going to be a, a contender at Chili Bowl um, across all divisions. I mean, even drivers from the wing sprint cars will come down to the midgets for Chili Bowl in January. Yep. So it kind of just shows development over the season and speed, and it's a really big track, so it kind of gives you a different perspective as far as Chili Bowl, where, you know, you get the little bull ring to a big half-mile track. <laughs> yeah, and yet it's still, it's still so exciting. Um, and, uh, of course, Rico Abreu having such a great season and, and being, you know, a champion at the Chili Bowl, uh, to just see his progression, um, the things that he's doing on social media with inclusion and everything, I mean, it's just fantastic to see him in winter circle. Absolutely. I mean, and especially, you know, for his size and everything, it's truly amazing to see him go out there and not only win a feature, but in such dominating fashion as well. The rest was close, but there towards the end, he just had the whole field covered. And, you know, it's, it's amazing to see things like that. Well, and you had, and I, I always have trouble uh, pronouncing Sheldon Hoddenchild. I think I got it. Um, uh, flipping early in that race, 
uh, to see the caliber of drivers uh, that compete at that level, um, that's that's got to be amazing. It's amazing, too. And, you know, not only the drivers, but in the teams, too. I mean, Sheldon had some luck early in the race, and his team was able to do a complete front-end change and get him back out um, within his two-minute window in the work area. And so even, you know, as a fan, to see that is more cool than, you know, seeing the drivers race but getting to see the teams in action, too. Yeah, tell the listeners um, how your passion for uh, sprint car racing came about. Um, well, I didn't really have a choice. <laughs> uh, my, my, my family, you know, my grandpa was, you know, pretty big in the racing world. Mm-hmm. He started out, you know, helping the answers and, and got into his own car, bought a car, and he's had family racers and put rookies in throughout the years. Um, but I actually went to my first race at three years old, so... <laughs> it was kind of bred into me and, you know, didn't really have a choice. And then, you know, now we have a wing sprint car, an all-wing sprint car. We race all over New Mexico. And so it just made me a race fan. And when there's a race like this, I can't pass it up. So Yeah, it's fantastic. And I think that that's what um, I appreciate most about you and your family is um, not only, I mean, you know, you do the team owner thing, um, support the local tracks, but, but you, you, I mean, you've been to, you know, this is, Eldora is one of the biggies, but you were at Bristol um, earlier this year as well. So, I mean, you're really getting your fix as a fan. Absolutely. And, you know, as media, too, I've kind of taken up the photography aspect of it. I yep. love to take pictures. And this is actually my first big event with, like, media credentials. So, that I, you know, that's pretty big on my end. Yep. And well, it's America. made my mom change, too. Awesome. Oh, well, there you go. Um, and so we're actually sharing some of the photographs you sent over. Absolutely fantastic. Um, and RJ's showing that. So if you wanted to go over to uh, the New Mexico Motorsports Report Facebook page, uh, you can see those. But also, um, we're hoping that uh, you'll put an article together um, in an upcoming New Mexico Motorsports Report magazine and so we can show those photos off. Absolutely. We've been talking with Spencer Hill and, you know, discussing the ideas of putting an article together. So, Yes, I'll do my, my dabble in writing too. <laughs> well, uh, the the passion will definitely come. Um, I I don't have a background in writing, and I don't know how many articles I've written now. Um, and it's just uh, it's just about the passion. Uh, but talk a little bit about uh, the passion on the local level. Um, I mean, you you spend several weekends uh, with a lot of the same people, and and basically um, you all become family. Uh, talk a little bit about kind of the the closeness of the team. You know, it, it's funny. We've had people in and out over the years, and you you run into them, and you're like, oh, hey, and, you know, you can create friends for life. For Like, been friends with Spencer for over 10 years now, and I always say he was my lost puppy, and I can't get rid of him, but <laughs> really wouldn't have I can't get rid of him way. either. So if you figure that out, no, I'm just teasing. I interrupted you. But, yeah, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way, and it's – you know, I'm closer to my racing family than I am to my real family. Yeah. And so you you know you spend nights in the shop and weekends at the track, and then you're like, okay, well, um, I guess I'll see you tomorrow. We'll do it all again. So that, that is absolutely fantastic. So are are you posting any of your shots to social media this weekend? Is is there a way for people to uh, to follow what you got going on? I will be posting to Instagram um, for my photography is whm dot photography. Um, there's not much on there yet, but getting better at posting on it. So 
There will be shots from this weekend, and then all of my photos will be released to Aldora for them to use as needed as well. What does what does WHM stand for? Um, it's actually a funny story. Um, <laughs> racer and family friend Bill Waltman um, ah. got wrecked one time out at Sandia Speedway, mm-hmm. and you know I was kind of standing there looking at him, and he was sitting there like yelling, "Who hit me? Who hit me?" And you know, made eye contact, and I swear looked deep in my soul, and I so I told him who hit him, and. Um, my mom was like, that probably wasn't the appropriate time. And then kind of just became our inside joke. And now it's my photography name. Oh, okay. So is that something we can't say on the air? No, we can say it. I, I mean, he knows the story and everybody in the group knows the story. So. Got it. All right. Hit me photography. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Dan was looking at me like, are you just a dance? So, um, anyway, um, all right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, and I don't need to tell you to enjoy yourself because it sounds like, uh, you're having more fun than the rest of us. Uh, but really appreciate you coming on this morning. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right. So that's, uh, Cindy Hamblin. Um, she is the owner of SEH Motorsports, uh, owner of the 77 driven by, uh, Spencer Hill. And of course, uh, out at Eldora Speedway. So check it out. There's some great photographs. As a matter of fact, I uh, hope you're on social media or you go on social media to check them out. All right, but coming on the other side, we still got some more car shows to talk about um, and uh, plenty of other things. So stay tuned. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Hi, this is Al Unson, four-time winner of the Indy 500. You've been listening to David Slope of the New Mexico Motorsport Report on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Hey, Albuquerque, this is Joey Logano, driver of number 22 Shell Penzo Ford, and you're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio Albuquerque 1017, the team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. And, uh, you know, I also got to think, you know, want to do like, you know, a, a public service announcement um, on, on motorcycle Riders, you know, keeping your eye out, you know, for it because uh, uh, we were supposed to have Michael Gonzalez um, in and talk about the uh, the gentleman's drive, which we'll go ahead and uh, talk about on his behalf. But uh, um, he uh, he you know, broke a couple of ribs, and I sure hope it wasn't uh, um, involving his motorcycle or anything. But was unable to make it. But he's got a big event tomorrow, and that's the gentleman's drive. And uh, you got some information on that, RJ. Why don't you uh, why don't you tell us what you got? Yeah, let's just talk a little bit about the specifics of this event. It's such a great event that they have going on. Mm-hmm. It's the gentleman's ride that they have during the summer, where the, kind of the motorcycles and everything. Right. But pretty much with the gentleman's drive that they have going on, it's going to be the tomorrow, September twenty fifth. It's a worldwide event with classic cars, elegant style, uniting for man's health in support of uh, Movember, which is kind of the big thing. Grow out the mustache, which they always have fun with doing. But it's a uh, it's a great event. It's on road motoring event, uh, which uniting pre eighties design classic cars, encouraging drivers and passengers around the world to de- to deeper dapper and drive <laughs> for men's health. 
All funds raised are investing in vital research for uh, programs to help with uh, prostate cancer and men's mental health. So it's a great cause. It's yes. a worldwide event on the website, which is uh, – the, web, the website, which is thegentlemansdrive.com, they have a place where you can donate, support, such a great cause. So give them a little shout out. Have a few pictures from the previous event that they have going on. But it seems like it's going to be a great time that's going to happen tomorrow here in Albuquerque. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. And I, I hope he gets to feeling uh, better soon. I mean, it, it's hard to uh, um, have an injury like, you know, the day before a big event. Um, so uh, we, we wish you well. Guys, so... The guy is so busy. Of course, I was, you know, I was getting ready this morning, basically waking up, having a cup of coffee, uh, watching on Channel 13, and they were talking about an event called the Gentleman's Race, and it's uh, it's on a beach, you know, kind of in the, the New Jersey area, um, and people get, you know, historic cars out, and they they do some they do some racing on the beach, and it looks like a lot of fun. Um, but uh, hey, gotta love Google. As a matter of fact, we go to go. I'm gonna go to Dan. Uh, Dan, you found out what the um, the miracle number one was. Yeah, like I said, I'm ashamed to be um, an Appalachian State alumni and not know what the first miracle on the mountain was. But uh, back in 2002, in a game against Furman, which is down in South Carolina, Appalachian State uh, went down. Uh, well, Furman went down and scored to make the score 15-14 to 14 with seven seconds left in the game. Rather than kicking the extra point, Furman decided to go for two, and uh, Appalachian State's defensive back picked the ball off or turned it back for their own two-point conversion to take the lead and then win the game with seven seconds left. Well, that is a miracle. I, as a matter of fact, I, did, I didn't know you could do something like that. So um, you got got to love Google because you can figure it out. Um, and so now you've redeemed yourself. Now you'll be able to answer that question. All right. So there is some more car shows coming up tomorrow. I mean, this is just how extensive, including the Concourse du Soleil um, is going on in the North Valley. And you could go by and see hotcars.com um, and check it out. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the Cinco Amigos, um, this will be their last car show there. Uh, it's from 11 to 2. Um, you can go out and check out some really cool cars. This is the last year they're going to be doing this event. So. Uh, make sure you, if you have an opportunity, you go out and check it out. Also, want to give a, a shout out to a friend of the uh, station, friend of ours, um, Andres Trujillo. I mean, his uh, son Ezekiel. We're going to be celebrating his first birthday uh, um, tomorrow, uh, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Can't believe it's already been um, a year on that. Uh, but also, looks like you've got some other car shows with the San Jose Barbecue Cruise. Sure do. No, some really cool events that have kind of popped out. I haven't heard of this one before, but, I mean, it's it seems like a great time. It's from 3 to 8 tomorrow, uh, September 25th, and it's a Special Dreams Car Club. It's the San Jose Barbecue Cruise. Everyone is welcome. It's going to be at 400 South San Jose Park. It's uh, southeast Albuquerque, New Mexico. Cool. And it's uh, Styles Promotion Presents. There's going to be a lot of great cars, a barbecue cruise, I mean, Cruising around to get good barbecue, I'm cool with that. Exactly. And they're going to have a live performance by Estrella Sandoval, which is one of the kind of local, really good singers out here. So it's awesome. just it's one thing. It's on the poster, so it must be something really important. Awesome. But it's a cool time. I mean, having a cruise of barbecue at San Jose, make it work. So up in uh, Farmington, they're going to have a little fun on Sunday. Yeah, Farmington has been pulling out. They've had so many more kind of like pop-up events that they had going on. So this one is kind of in connection. So it's actually, it's a Sunday hot rod cruise. It's going on tomorrow, September 25th. And pretty much it's it's kind of a mix where there's one location, which I have the poster of, in Bayfield, Colorado. 
and one in Farmington, which I'm like, that's pretty far away, kind of the distance area. But what it is, it's going to be kind of like a big cruise event where it's going to go from 1030 tomorrow. They're going to meet at 109 North Allen Avenue in Farmington, and they're going to meet at the clubhouse in Bayfield, Colorado. I don't know if they're having like a greeting point or kind of something where they mix up, but it's pretty much with the Roadrunner Roadrunner Club that presents it. It's been established since 1957, so this is kind of one of their different events. But, hey, it seems like a fun time, and seems like either Colorado or in Farmington, New Mexico, go out and enjoy a hot rod cruise. Sounds like fun for me. That's fantastic. And, of course, uh, you can now pick up your New- copy of the New Mexico Motorsports Report up in Farmington at on 3 Dino. Uh, on 3 Dino is very involved with all-out call-out, so they're actually uh, down in town today. But you can swing by and pick up a copy there. All right, Tuesday night, another edition of the Couch Potato Car Show. Dude, did you tell me the other day we have a car from Sweden? This is going to be in the show. This is I'm I'm funny enough. This is the second car we found from Sweden. Wow, totally different on the other side. I kind of looked up like maybe it's in the same area, <laughs> but no, totally other side of Sweden. But we try to get an international car, but we have I mean anywhere from Texas to South Dakota. Yeah. I mean California to I think I'm having another New York car even. So wow. all around, if you are a car enthusiast and post some great stuff on Facebook. I literally just deep dive, try to find some amazing cars, and we're going to have 10 great cars for our 22nd Couch Potato Car Show. That's going to be this Tuesday on Facebook Live. We're going to post it on the New Mexico Motorsports Report as well, but it's the main base on our Couch Potato page, so Couch Potato Car Show on Facebook. It's going to be on 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so 6 p.m. for us here in New Mexico, but it seems like it's going to be another awesome show, the 22nd annual, so come out and support. As a matter of fact, I'll have an off-the-couch segment there uh, that's going to be about the Concourse du Soleil. So you'll be able to check out some of those cars um, if you can't make it. But uh, always always a fun show, and I always look forward to the variety. As a matter of fact, is that Dooley going to be in the show that you're showing me, that that white Dooley pickup? I- I'm finishing. I think he's sending me one more. He's A lot of people, they <laughs> wanted the perfect video. Segment. I know. So they're working on a few things, but I'm pretty darn sure – it has a few lights. I think he's adding a few. There was a blue that was kind of at the at the base of it, and I think it's going to be purple this time. So he's working on some cool things. Wow. Going on. Well, last month's winner uh, was adding lights after after the video that we shot, and uh, uh, he's been very excited. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, one of his buddies, um, he's got one of his buddies' cars showing that in the show as well. Yeah, got to have some love in New York, but that's our uh, that's our fan Daniel Gemmel who won last time. So quick shout out to him and. It seems like we're getting a little family from the Couch Potato Car Show that a lot of people trying to show support and have a fun time, which, hey, during the pandemic, I didn't think 22 episodes would kind of be going, but we're getting stronger than ever. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So uh, we got we got a really short uh, NHRA segment um, sponsored by uh, Steve's Cruising with the Oldies. Um, and going on in the uh, Carolina National Z-Max Dragway, um, believe it or not, John Force is the number one qualifier again. I mean, I, 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 he's going to race to 100. Sounds familiar, I, I right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like we with 16, 17 world championships. Um, so there's five races left to go um, in the season. And, and we're going to have Steve uh, in the, the uh, studio um, in the near future to kind of give us a breakdown as we, as we head into the finals there. Uh, Camping World Truck, so you've got to wait um, until uh, next weekend, and they're going to be at the Talladega Super Speedway. And the cool thing is... Craftsman is coming back to the naming rights for the camping world. Oh, so that's the ca- awesome. yeah, so we're going to have the uh, 
uh, Craftsman Trucks again. Uh, Xfinity going on today at, at Texas Motor Speedway. And, of course, uh, tomorrow the Auto Trado Echo Park uh, Automotive 500 uh, race at 1.30. It's going to be on USA on Texas Speedway. Or it, on USA, but at Texas Motor Speedway. And you know what's interesting is football has so displaced NASCAR, and and I don't mean I don't mean anything negative for you, the USA Network. So, so don't call and give me hate mail over the USA Network. But but uh, you know the USA Network for NASCAR. I mean it's like we can't do any better than that. You know so and, and of course you know hey the Chiefs are going to be on the radio here, uh, ESPN uh, Radio Albuquerque uh, tomorrow. So when I'm out cruising around, um, I'll be able to listen to the the Chiefs game. But uh, I can't believe this is another another show. I'm getting the you know get out. You know Dan's giving me the high sign. Thank you, Dan Watkins. Thank you, R.J. Lee's. Uh, you've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. Thank you for listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Your Wood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate, here on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Join us daily at nmmotorsportsreport.com and become part of the community. Tune in next week, where your host David Swope will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it.